Am I allowed to say pissed? If I'm quoting Stephen A. Smith? Yeah. Okay. I think pissed you can say pissed. Word, I don't bro. think pissed is a bad word. I don't know what the standards are here. Hey guys, welcome to the For the Win podcast. I'm Hemel Javeri. With me, as always, Stephen Ruiz and Evan Thorpe. Guys, what's happening? Yo, yo. How am I supposed to follow that? <laughs> you just did. Evan has a, a llama ugly christmas sweater on right now it's amazing it's absolutely fantastic and i'm actually going to pause to take a photo of it not going to lie like five people came up to me today and were like i like your sweater and i was it was a last minute decision i'm glad i went with it what was the impetus to buy the sweater it's a llama and so it's like not really christmasy well like you could have got a polar bear or an elf or something and i was like it looks like it's been drinking or been with, uh, I think llamas always look like they've been drinking. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or like it's been on some medicinal. But I like it. I like it. I admire your festive spirit. <laughs> Which segues us into the Josh Gordon discussion. <laughs> so yeah, we're here to talk about Josh Gordon. Um, Stephen, fill, fill me in on some backstory about Josh Gordon. Come on. So Josh Gordon has had his troubles with substance abuse in the past. He's been suspended multiple times. He's missed at least two seasons, I believe, due to suspension. And this morning, a report came out that he would be suspended again. And between that report coming out and it being confirmed, he took to Twitter and said, I'm stepping away from the NFL to get my mind right. He's had issues with his mental health, and he's saying he's going to try to get that squared away before he returns to football, which is a commendable thing. And then it came out that he was, in fact, suspended by the league for the substance abuse problems. And then we're now we're here. Now we have takes from sports people across the media landscape. So what about the suspension? Is it an indefinite suspension or is it indefinite because he chose to walk away? I Uh, think it's. Yeah, they came out recently and said that, like, he's been suspended by the NFL. So. Like, he was already on, I think, like, the reinstatement list. So it's mm-hmm. like you had basically one strike mm-hmm. and you're done. Yeah. And so, like, he uh, got his strike today and now he's likely probably – he's probably – would you say he's done in the NFL? Uh, I don't want to say he's done, but it, this – it was a long journey back to the league last time. And he was – last time he was suspended, it was – an indefinite suspension so he's kind of dealing with the same thing and it took him like a year and a half to finally get back in and now he's gonna be i think 28 by the time he returns so maybe it's his last chance but i do think that he's taking the right steps i mean i think this is commendable what are are the details of the substance abuse do we know it's basically everything and it goes back to his it goes back to him when he was in middle school he's been abusing substances he had a tough life growing up I think, I mean, I don't, I think he's had mental issues like throughout his time growing up and that's how he, that's the only way he knew how to deal with it. Now, obviously you get addicted to it. You're a kid. You don't know what you're doing. You don't know to go seek help and you're addicted to it. And you know, the problems persist, which is why I don't think people should be shaming him for making these mistakes. And I don't think people should be saying, oh, he wasted his career. He wasted his opportunity. I don't think he wasted anything. Yeah. So what happens after stuff like this is that the takes come quickly, right? Everyone has an opinion. And that's how we metabolize news is is by having takes. Mm -hmm. And there are some pretty bad ones out there. Um, I think Stephen A. probably had the the worst one. Sum up that Stephen A. take. So it was basically what I was just saying where Stephen A. He started off his little rant by saying... He apologized to the people on set because he was about to be 
He said, I'm get, I'm pissed off and I'm just going to say it. I'm disgusted and I'm sick and tired of this guy getting so many chances, which is an odd take. He's he's had to go through the system. He's had to serve his suspensions. I don't think he's just being given all these second chances. Yeah. And he's doing the right thing. He's trying to get it fixed. And it's not disgusting that yeah. he can't get right because anybody with these problems, it's it's not like a thing you just solve overnight. It's mm-hmm. going to be an issue your whole life. Yeah, especially like, uh, was it this year where the reports came out where like how he would use it in, in middle school and yeah. high school and like even at times on the field in high school, he would be high. And so the fact that like this is carried on to the guy's pro career, like you can tell that this, is, this isn't something that's just going to change overnight. It's going to change just going to one class. It's going to change going to rehab. Like, this guy really needs somebody to, like, sit with him, help him, because, like, this stuff often leads to, to death. Yeah. And, you know, just because he's not going to be able to play football, I don't think that's a big deal. The biggest thing is he needs to get his life together because yeah, you don't know what could happen to him. And a lot of this has to do with how we view addiction as a society, right? Like, we always think that uh, people who are addicted are somehow at fault and unable to control themselves, uh, Um when there is so much more complicated than that, right? Mm-hmm. There's so much other stuff happening. And especially for Gordon to be able to say, at least he's realized that this actually has to do with his mental health. Like mm-hmm. that's the underlying issue about why he's using is that he's got stuff inside of him that needs to be fixed. And the substances are just ways for him to cope. So, I mean, it is com- it is commendable that he's doing that. I think it's also very sad right Mm -hmm. like it's just really tragic because if you've been dealing with this stuff since junior high middle school and have had to carry it throughout your life every day probably is a struggle and he knows what's at stake Mm -hmm. right it's not like he doesn't know that he is rolling the dice with his nfl career by turning to substances and he does probably doesn't want to like that's the thing with addiction is that users don't want to use but they don't have a choice in doing it yeah and i think like the biggest thing for me is that Stephen a like, he continued to look at him as just an athlete. Yeah. And it was just like, you know, oh, you're ruining your career. As a football player. Like, But this cares? man's life is at risk right now. Yeah. And, and he, oh, sorry. Uh, and ahead. he, he kind of said, uh, you know, you've wasted some these opportunities and you've let down your family, oh. which Jeez. I think is ridiculous. Josh Gordon came from a tough background. Yeah. He grew up poor. He's made $6 million over the last yeah. six years while dealing with mental health issues. He hasn't let anybody down. No. If he's letting his family down, what are we doing to our families right now? Because I'm not making a million dollars a year. <laughs> right. And, and again, this goes back to how we view addiction as somehow it's a failure in mm-hmm. to, to be seeking help. It's not. He's actually doing his family proud by... Re, you know, realizing that he needs more help to, d- to deal with this. And addiction isn't a thing that is, is actually ever solved, right? It's a thing mm-hmm. that you're constantly dealing with, and he will constantly be dealing it, with it for the rest of his life. It's not like one day you, you hit a level and you're like, great, I'm not addicted anymore. Alcoholics say that they're always alcoholics, even if they haven't been drinking for years and years, because mm-hmm. that underlying stuff is still there. And my thing is, like, if he was to continue to play this season, and let's say, you know, expectations start to get on him, a little mm-hmm. more pressure. Who's to say that's like he wouldn't just have a bad relapse during the middle of like the playoffs and now it's even a bigger subject. Like I'm glad that he was able to get this out now and like kind of just focus on himself because it'd have been a lot of pressure on him if the yeah. Patriots were expected to at least go back to the Super Bowl and he would have been like a, a key part of it. And then one of the issues I had with Stephen A. Smith's take was that he was kind of skeptical of his reasoning for like saying I'm stepping away. He kind of like 
said, you know, you're only doing this because you're about to get suspended. But the last time he stepped away was, I believe, last training camp, and he did not get suspended. He, but he did the same thing. He said, I'm stepping away to make sure my mind's right. Yeah. So I don't think it's a, I don't think he was incentivized by the suspension coming up. <laughs> I do find it inter- interesting, like, how we cover, say, this story where there's drugs or substances involved and like someone like DeMar DeRozan who came out and said I was depressed Mm -hmm. and he gets like sympathy but yeah I mean the addiction is attached to the mental health issues it should be he should be getting the same support obviously he's not from certain people in the media Stephen A. Smith being one of them my big takeaway would be don't ask Stephen A. Smith about (laughs) mental health issues and then you solve this problem ask him about the Chargers and Chiefs (laughs) rosters in 1998 or whatever yeah, don't ask the people who like like his, one of his catchphrases is stay off the weed so obviously he's gonna make like this big take and you know just <laughs> stick to sports <laughs> <laughs> yeah don't weigh in on mental health issues um all right well i hope josh gordon sorts his life out and i do think he's to be commended for taking some responsibility here um let's move on to steven's favorite topic the peter mayan Dun, da, da, da. He's back, <laughs> and it was John Gruden that signed him, which is just like the best story of the year, maybe at least to me. Now, while we had our Twitch game, you came up with like a, a great theory about John Gruden. How, about oh, I think I think he's trying to lose on purpose, and this is his master plan. <laughs> <laughs> and I I told Evan this earlier. I would never wish injury on a player, but I hope Derek Carr can't play on Sunday for some reason, and we get to see Peterman. <laughs> Play one last time because I don't think he's going to have a job next year. Why does he have a job this year? I don't know. I thought <laughs> this was a great week for Colin Kaepernick's collusion case, though, because you have Peter. Because two of the things people say are he's not one, he's not good enough. Yeah. That excuse goes out the window when the worst quarterback in NFL history, at least by the numbers, just got a job. And then two, they say Kaepernick's like this unique quarterback. He's a runner. And if you have a starting quarterback who's not a runner you don't want to have like an, two different different offenses for your two different quarterbacks but cam newton just got hurt this year he got shut down for the season cam newton's like colin kaepernick he's a runner mm-hmm. and the panthers backup is not anything like cam newton he's a pocket passer so why isn't he a backup in carolina i don't think the panthers get enough grief for that too like all the other teams but do you think it's because like some of these teams just realize like their season's over with and like, nobody's I think it paying ha- attention to the Panthers now since their season's done. I just don't think any team wants Colin Kaepernick on their team, and it's unfortunate. I don't think he's ever going to play again. I don't. I thought this back in August, and yeah. sadly I've been proven right. He's not. There's too much of a risk. Teams can talk around it all they want, but there's no way that they're bringing Kaepernick into their squad. And they can give every excuse under the book, but it has to do with the fact that they don't think fans will support uh, taking a knee during the national anthem. It's so crazy, though, because if he was to play and win, fans would love him. I mean, domestic abusers, they don't have any problem signing over and over again. So, you know, that's on that's on people who buy the jerseys and the tickets, as far as I'm concerned. But let's Peterman's back, and that's something to celebrate. <laughs> I hope he plays, and I hope he throws a million interceptions. <laughs> All right, guys, we're going to take a quick break here from our sponsors, and we'll get right back to it. Support for For the Win comes from our friends at Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loans, America's premier home purchase lender. Let's talk about buying a home. It can be one of the most important purchases you'll ever make. But today's fluctuating interest rates can leave you with unexpected higher payments, which can turn a great experience into an anxious one. 
That's why Quicken Loans created their exclusive power buying process. Here's how it works. They check your income, assets, and credit to give you a verified approval. This gives you the strength of a cash buyer, making your offer more attractive to sellers. Once verified, you qualify for their exclusive rate shield approval. They'll lock your interest rate for up to 90 days while you shop for your new home. Then, once you've found the one, if rates have gone up, your rate stays the same. But if rates have gone down, you get to keep the new lower rate. Either way, you win. It's the kind of thinking you'd expect from America's largest mortgage lender. To get started, go to rocketmortgage.com slash FTW. Rate shield approval only valid on certain 30-year purchase transactions. Additional conditions or exclusions may apply. Based on Quicken Loans data in comparison to public data records. Equal housing lender. Licensed in all 50 states. NMLS. ConsumerAccess.org number 3030. All right, we're back. Uh, it is the week before Christmas. We got a couple of days before the holidays. I have a personal problem that I need help resolving. You've come to the right people. <laughs> New segment, personal problems. I, I asked this in our not sports but whatever segment just because do you guys fall into a trap of uh, like the cycle of gift giving that you're kind of locked into now and you can't escape it? No, because I would end it before it starts. I tell people I'm cheap, so <laughs> I get gifts for the people who like I know deserve gifts, but like I just can't be out here buying anybody gifts. So all respect to our neighbors who are lovely people, and I appreciate them very much. Uh, we share a small patch of, of grass in the front. We have two townhouses, and so our neighbor next to us mowed our lawn while he was mowing his lawn for the better part of the year. So as a way to say thank you... We gave them a Christmas gift, which was just like some cookies and a nice bottle of wine. And this year, they invited us to their ugly sweater party. You need a sweater? <laughs> you need a sweater? <laughs> and they and they reciprocated with like a nice box of cookies and holiday gifts. So now we're, I know next year, now we're locked into this battle of, uh, of Christmas cookie giving. And it's terrifying. And I kind of just wished that... It's just so much easier to be enemies with people than mm -hmm. it is to be friends with people. <laughs> That's the lesson for me is don't do nice things. And you won't be expected to do nice things in the future, maybe. I, If I was you, I would end this right now. Not right now. Next year, no present. I got the, the easy solution. Move. Move. <laughs> you got to move. And don't tell them. I told my sister that. I was like, we have to move. That's the only way out of this now. I have one question. Are you going to the the party oh we went uh, oh no we went to the party it was lovely like they're really nice mm -hmm. they're really sweet i was gonna ask was it as awful as it sounded <laughs> <laughs> not nothing against them they're probably great people blah 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 i, I just but you guys know me i don't like to make new yeah, friends and it was an entire evening of having to talk to people that i don't know new friends i just didn't think you wanted <laughs> friends and in general. Just imagine her like just the, the smile and like hi how are for you i say today they, you know they go oh my god that's so cool <laughs> that's what do you do that's exactly what it was I sit at my desk and i hate people <laughs> <laughs> all right we're moving on from the gift giving conundrum it is the end of 2018 so it's time for our year in review evan what is your 2018 best moment so my best moment is when the Philadelphia Flyers introduced us to the greatest mascot in the world. And if you do not know, I wrote a post about it. 
continue. Oh, dude, Stephen, like <laughs> Stephen, about to get. <laughs> I don't like gritty. Uh, I just, I just. Wow, you just okay. So gritty was my like the best thing that happened in 2018. I think gritty is gritty is like I, I can't even put into words right now because Stephen just what messed gritty me means up. To gritty you. means everything to me. I wanted to find a gritty Christmas sweater, but they did not have it, and that would have been my shirt today if I could have found it. But Gritty is something different. Like, the Philly fanatic is like, oh, he's loving. Everybody wants to be around him. Gritty is Himmel. (laughs) (laughs) He doesn't like people, and he doesn't want you to be happy. Are you fine with that comparison? (laughs) I mean, I will say I don't like people. That's 100% true. I have no – I'm not personally invested in your happiness. You can be happy if you want to. (laughs) See? That's how Gritty feels. I think Gritty's weird. He's off-putting. I don't like him. His eyes are weird. That's the whole point of a mascot. Like, they're not supposed to be a human. And look He's going to hurt a child one day. Is and all I'm going to love it. I'm going to cheer him on. Stop. You're not. To... I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> I'm joking. I like children, and I think the moon landing was real. Okay? <laughs> Let's get that out there. I'm, I'm joking. All right, Stephen, what's your best sports moment of 2018? Ooh. The Peterman. Nathan Peterman, his first start this year was magical to me. Just because he did it last year, and then... They put him in again, and he did it again. Like, he threw four interceptions. It's just, I don't know. It was everything. Like, games never live up to the hype. Yes. (laughs) Peterman lived up to the hype. But actually, my real answer is the Rams-Chiefs game. That lived up to the hype, too. Evan's shaking his head. It was the best game, best sporting event I watched all year, so I'm going to say that's my best moment. That's pretty good. My best moment, uh, you know, I was going to go with the Washington Capitals winning the Stanley Cup, but... I'm not going to. I'm going to go with the Golden Knights' incredible run to the Stanley Cup final because that was actually way exciting. I appreciate the Capitals and finally overcoming the hump of beating the Penguins and going past the second round. But for sheer entertainment, enthralling as a national story, I would say the Golden Knights and their championship run. This year has been so long. I forgot the Eagles won the Super Bowl this year. Like, Oh, was uh, that this year? That this. You picked Gritty <laughs> over the Eagles winning the Super Bowl. Dude, like, it, this year's been so long. So, I'm changing my Gritty, I love you, but the so boys. I was, I was going to ask that. I was like, wait, so it's not the Eagles winning the Super Bowl. It's, it's so long ago. Like, Dude, I know. Like, I, this season just made me forget all about it. I can't believe that Black Panther was this year. Yeah. yeah. It came out after, like, a week after the Eagles won, right? Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, basically anything that happened before May, I don't really even Pretty remember. <laughs> All right, guys, thanks so much for hanging out with us and listening to the show. If you celebrate Christmas, have a great one. If not, have a great weekend, and we will see you next week. Do we-